Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Good morning. 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 Good people. It is Monday, November the 7th, 2022. Y'all decide to wake y'all asses up Ray G. And for that, appreciate y'all being here, man. Shout out to the money. Prize picks, baby. Use that promo code WAKEUP. Get 100% deposit match up to $100 if you are a first-time user. We've been cooking, man, Jay. We've been making a lot of money behind the scenes. College football props been killing it. NFL is solid. NBA every damn day. But I'm glad to see y'all in the building. Who we got this morning? Marlon in the building. Dynasty Barry, main event. Shane Joe. Uh, Pello, what's up, Pello? Seven goat rings in the building. I see uh, EV, Patrick, Fizzle, what's up, baby? Uh, Matt Bruning, Roe in the building. Scott Connor, man, it's going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. I'm feeling good, Jay. I woke up, man, worked out early this morning. Me and the wife got it in, baby. Uh, what's your excuse, Jay? I'm back from Achilles surgery. What's your excuse? Why are you not in this, baby? Let's go. <laughs> We Let's we go. already t- we already talked about this. How you talked about how you haven't been in the gym for a while, and how you're ready to get back at it. So I am proud of you. I am proud of you. And I told you verbatim. At least you have the Achilles excuse because I don't, and I, don't. I am not in the gym, but I am up and I am awake and I am <laughs> drinking my coffee. Yeah, barely. You know? Get that coffee. Get that coffee. Talk about it, Michelle Adoro. Michelle Adoro. Oh, man, I'm having the uh, the Grand Gourmet Espresso today. Ooh. Mm. Delicious. Oh Love man. It, man, I don't even Love have it. that one. Grand Gourmet. Ooh. Yeah, it's okay. good, man. It's really good. Fifteen percent off, right? It's good coffee. Fifteen percent off. Fifteen percent off. Get it. It's good. No BS. It's good. It's very good. I, I'm almost out. I'm on my last one. Brooklyn. Rubio said I haven't been to the gym in six years. Not quite six years. Maybe like it's pre-pandemic for me. It's pre-pandemic for me. But we're man, working was, on. That. I got it in, man. I fast and cardio. I'm feeling. I'm feeling good today. And we and football was dope this weekend, man. From the college game, um, the NFL was dope. So I'm excited for this show, Jay. And um, 
You know, I kind of just want to start out the show talking about real quick. Last night, the game between the Titans and the Kansas City Chiefs, we saw Mahomes go for 444 freaking yards in that one, man. That's crazy. Um, What's the MVP race looking like? Josh Allen kind of shit the bed, and we'll get to him in a little bit. Jalen Hurts balled out on Thursday night. Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to, I'm going to take a guess. I've not looked at any NFL MVP odds, but we're halfway through the season. I'm going to say the odds makers probably have it within 50 points of each other, but I'm going to rank them Hurts, Mahomes, Allen. Hurts, Mahomes, Allen. Am I correct? correct. 250 for Hurts, 275 for Mahomes, and 300 for Allen. So you were 100% correct with your 50-point prediction as far as the spread between those three. And uh, yeah, not really surprising, right? We saw some QBs disappoint in the college ranks. We saw some QBs disappoint in the NFL. Um, But Mahomes, like you mentioned, 500 total yards of offense because he also led the team in rushing, of course, because they didn't run the ball for... How many rushing yards did they have? Oh, They didn't didn't do shit on the ground. Nothing. Pacheco had like five for five. Clyde had like three for two. Four for five. And McKinnon, three for four. All these guys averaging one yard a carry. Mahomes, 10 yards a carry. 446 through the air. It's it's But, Ray, it's still kind of embarrassing that it was this close between them and Malik Willis, who completed five passes all game long. Listen, um, Tennessee's defense is for real. Like, that's, yeah. that, like that, that's a good defense. And Kansas City's defense is very good, too. Derrick Henry... We knew he was going to get the ball. We knew he was going to shoulder the load. And he still, I mean, even with those big runs, he had like 117 yards on the ground. I mean, Kansas City's defense is, I think them and Tennessee are top five in rush defense, uh, rushing defense in the NFL. So very strong defensive matchups. You you touched on Malik Willis. No completions to wide receivers. He took shots, right? It was, I didn't, I didn't know he was going to play. Like up until like an hour before. an hour yeah, before the game, Tannehill when I saw was Tanny was right? out, that was kind of weird. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Oh, Malik Willis time." Um, but no, shout right. out to the Kansas City Chiefs fans, man. They got it done last night, uh, twenty to seventeen. Juju balled out, Kelsey balled out. Let me just ask you, Jay. Everybody, be everyone's been trying to sell Derrick Henry for years and years. Does he look like he's slowing down at all to you when you watch Derrick Henry? No, but I think the better question is, do you want him on a Malik Willis-led offense? And how does that look for his outlook, right? I think you're 100% right in the realm of you want Derrick Henry, but the difference this year between Malik Willis and Ryan Tannehill, it's probably an even wider gap than I thought it would be, right? You know, you talk about Derrick Henry... Early on, the the plays were working. The scripted plays, they went really well. the scripted plays, yes. (laughs) The Chiggy reception probably shouldn't have been 50 yards, right? The throw probably to not was nasty. I'll give yes. him that. He dropped one into Chris Chris Conley. He dropped it, he right? Dropped like it. outside of that, you know, maybe he was processing the wide receivers weren't getting open. We already knew that was going to happen because they yeah. don't have any good ones. So partially on Malik Willis, partially on the game plan, partially on that team just stinks. And, you know, once Kansas City figured out their defense, there was literally nothing they could do. I'm pretty sure that Malik Willis had negative two passing yards in the second half in overtime. You can't you can't win a game like that, right? And yeah. is it all on Malik Willis? No. No. But I mean, you know, the way you look at it now, you're just like, how are they gonna get better? How is this offense gonna function without Tannehill? And I just don't really see how that's gonna happen unless Malik no, Willis a starter, takes a man. lot of strides. Tana, t- 
People, I saw some people saying last night, a couple of people tweeted out prematurely after the Chiggy reception, Tannehill's lost his job. If anything, I think he's, his job is even more secure now than it was prior to the game because you can't, yeah. you can't win in the NFL completing zero passes to wide receivers, and you're right. Uh, Conley did drop one, he, and Malik put it on the bucket, right? Yeah, that there was, was another one down the sideline to Nick Westbrook-Akine that just kind of was just incomplete, right? But it was a good ball. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was thinking this morning, man, I was like, it's it's not that I think Malik Willis is just awful, right? I don't I don't I don't look at him and be like, this dude has no talent, he's a bum, he shouldn't be in the league. But my question is, is Tennessee gonna give him enough leeway to figure out if he's good or not? And that's what I'm struggling with, right? Like in Dynasty, if you have him on a roster and someone offered you a second round pick for him. Like, I get not wanting to do that, and I I understand all the reasons why. Let him develop, let him progress. But he wasn't a first-round pick. He wasn't even a second-round pick. He was a developmental quarterback out of Liberty. And my, my, like, I'm trying not to read too much into stuff, but I'm looking at Vrabel on the sideline, and he just looks like he is just like, dude, no hope. Because he had a couple where he could have thrown it, and he decided to run, and they got spies on him. The question is, is Tennessee going to afford him the runway to succeed or fail? And that, I don't know, Jay. That, I I, I, I don't know. So, I don't think Vrabel will. I think that's the reality. You look at what Vrabel's done over the past few years. He's like a head, he's a coach of the year candidate probably almost every year, the way he coaches. He seemingly outperforms this roster almost every year. Tannehill is fine, but we know he's not this franchise-saving, game-saving quarterback. He has to play within his system, and they have to play great defense, and they've done that for years. But, yeah, when Malik... I think the problem for me with Malik is, and I understand Vrabel's frustrations, it's like, yo, this game is on the line. Just throw the ball. Even if you throw a pick, like, just throw at it. least give it a give someone a chance to try and make a play for you, right? And I think I look at... And I'm not trying to say that, like, any comparison to Malik and Mahomes, but there was a play on what fourth and I think it was third and 10 from like their own 10 yard line. And Mahomes just bombed it to Sky Moore. He wasn't open. He was in double coverage. He just gave him a chance to try and make a play. Nothing came, became of it. But Malik, when the game was on the line, you're like, you want to see something, a big time throw, some anticipation, something. And he's just taking sacks, running around back there. Maybe nobody was open, but that's the time when you just, you have to throw the ball. We can get on quarterbacks for throwing picks late in games, but at least they're trying something. Yeah. Cause sit back there and get sacked and run around, you're not you're so, not really trying to do much in that offense. Scott said Malik is where Jalen Hurts was at at the end of 2020. He's very far. I, I don't think so. I disagree. I think Malik is much further behind Jalen Hurts' development than where Hurts was at the end of 2020. Mal- this was all he was. He's a, he's, he played at Liberty, man. Like this, this is that's a big jump. And I'm not knocking the Liberty Flames. Shout out to Liberty and Hugh Freeze, what yeah. they're doing right now. Should be, if there was a coach of the year in college, he definitely should be up for that award. But Malik is much further behind than Jalen Hurts. Much, much, much further behind. Yeah. I like the talent. You, you, you look at him, you're like, oh, he's got the arm. He's got the work ethic. And we'll see. We shall see. But Mahomes is that dude. And um, I'm glad Jalen Hurts is the leader for NFL MVP yeah. today based on the odds uh, because uh, I, I, Jay, I was all over him pre-draft process. I said I don't give a yeah. damn. This is the type of cat you want to bet on. And I had to go back, Jay, because we're gonna get to our baller of the week. I had to go back to make sure old GQ didn't have any blasphemous statements out there. You never know with me. Sometimes you just never know. And I had to look through my Justin Fields receipts. 
There ain't very many people higher on fields than I was, man. I was out there slandering the Falcons for drafting Pitts over him, shit yeah. on the Jets for drafting Zach Wilson over him. I mean, the receipts are deep. They're long, Jay. And Justin mother effing Fields. Yep. Justin F. Fields, baby. Justin Dude. F. Fields, baby. QB baller of the week. Jay, I'm telling you right now, dude. Like, I, 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 I jumped in the Discord late last night. I had to do, get some relaxation before I got inside, right? Long weekend, right? And I, I was talking to a couple of the patrons. Patreon.com forward slash all gas getting that Heisman tier so, you can, so we can rap, we can talk ball. And I said the same feelings that I had about Jalen Hurts during his rookie year, about seeing the progression, seeing the special talent, seeing the tools. That's the same type of feeling I'm getting about Justin Fields, man. And what's interesting is nothing has changed. I still have major question uh, question marks about this organization and yeah. them putting pieces around him to help him succeed, right? You go out and trade for Chase Claypool. Get the fuck out of here. He's not some one. Stop it, right? Mooney's still doing his thing. Cole Komet, we'll talk about him in a minute. But what I'm loving about Justin Fields is despite, despite, despite the situation, which is terrible. The situation is terrible. Straight up bad. This is what Justin Fields is doing. Fine. The Thanos. I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. Like, legit. He's just like, you know what? I have no receivers. The offensive line is bad. I'll just do it myself. Right? Yep. I'll do it myself. No, we still killing Chicago. What are y'all talking? Bro, y'all, y'all in the building. Stop the silly shit, man. Like, Chicago's bad. They, yep. What they're doing around him is not conducive, a conducive environment for Fields. He's just saying, you know what? I'll do it myself. Y'all go yep. get me Claypool. You don't draft anybody. You draft Vellis Jones. The offensive line is bad. I will do it myself. Chicago's still a dumpster fire. But if it weren't for Fields, it would be a dumpster fire filled up with baby shit diapers all over the place. At least he's saving them, right? He's coming. He's do. He's putting the team on his back. He's elevating them. He's being a floor raising type quarterback. And despite the ineptitude of the organization to surround him with legit playmakers, he's still out there doing it. And that's what you. That's all you can ask for, man. Like that's more than what you can ask for. Yeah, Ray. I think you just nailed pretty much all the big points here. Obviously, Justin Fields broke the record for rushing yards in a game by a quarterback, passing Lamar Jackson, passing uh, Mike Vick. He put the team on his back, and what happened? They still lost. It wasn't like they won the game. Um, it's had to try and overcome that Dolphins defense, but, I mean, four touchdowns, Robert over 300 total yards. It's, yeah, wait until they build a real team around him, 100%. But <laughs> even still, Ray, it's not that I don't believe in fields. It's the ability to actually build a team around him. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know. It's for fantasy, he's awesome. Like, he's great. But... To build a winning franchise around him, you need to have smart people, and a, and it takes more than just one quarterback or a couple of receivers or a running back offensive line. It takes a lot of things. But for better or worse, I had zero confidence in what they were doing to start the season. But it seems like in some ways they have figured out how to best utilize Justin Fields. And, you know, it's week nine, going on to week 10, and, it, and it's been now four or five weeks in a row that he's gotten better. You know, and that's the biggest thing to me. His QBR was 95. Like, it's only out of 100, so it can't get much better than that, right? He threw three touchdowns, only had nine interceptions. He didn't throw for a ton of yards, but he ran for a ton of yards, right? He kept the team in the game. 
And I don't know what's more you can expect from him, honestly. You just can't. And, and I mean, listen, like, like Pelo just said it. Can't have an organization use a second, a third, and a fifth on Chase Claypool. This is what I'm, this is, this is what's making what he's doing even more impressive because they are, at least they seem to be so just incompetent around, like you use a second, a third, and a fifth, and maybe Claypool is good. I, may, maybe he is. It's, it's his first game in Chicago. Let's give yeah. him some time to figure it out. But I just don't think he's worth a second, a third, and a fifth. But despite all of that, what he's doing, like you said, breaking Mike Vick's rushing record, um, he, he's still there's still things that he has to work on as a passer, right? The same thing that Jalen Hurts had to. And, I mean, Equinemia St. Brown dropped a, a, a beautiful dime by yeah. Fields in that, like, beautiful, right? Um, you, you just have to be encouraged that despite everything crumbling around him or not looking good around him, the peripherals, he's still out there making it happen. And, Jay, I think they, they play against the Lions next week. Uh, no way. Yeah, he's going to smash again. Pretty, well, yeah. depending on yeah, which they Lions do play the team. Lions. Depending on which Lions team shows up. If it's the one that showed up yesterday versus Green Bay, the whole NFL is in trouble apparently. Um, but this is um, – this is good for Fields. Shout out to him for QB Baller of the Week. And let's just stick in Chicago real quick and jump around because we might as well hit the tight end Baller of the Week. It's his boy, Cole Komet, who is turning into a legitimate option at tight end. This is what we wanted to see from him, right? We knew he was pretty good coming out of Notre Dame, and people really didn't want to invest in Cole Komet because the Bears didn't want to throw the ball. They had Justin Fields throwing the ball 13 times a game. Like, you're not going to get anything out of that. But Cole Komet, 5 for 41 Two touchdowns, you know, not Travis Kelsey type numbers, but he got in the zone. How are you feeling about your commit shares, if you have any, Jay? I, I actually don't have any for kind of the reasons you outlined, right? We're not so sure what to expect of this offense, but the touchdowns are encouraging, right? They seem to be making plays and running design plays for Cole Komet in the red zone area, which is all we wanted to see. Yes, it'd be nice if he could get the yardage and all these things, but the problem was last year he saw, what, like 90 targets or 80-plus targets yeah, and had like zero and zero touchdowns. This year, he I mean he's already got a bunch of touchdowns, and and hopefully he will build on that. And part of that is Justin Fields is throwing the ball. He threw it twenty eight times last yes, night or yesterday. Him, how many That's times? Big. Did they say? Let him th- just let him throw. See if he can do it. Like you can't. Yeah. Ask him to throw thirteen times, man. Yeah, he actually threw almost as many passes as Tua Tagovailoa. So that really says a lot with how much they throw the ball. Right, he's on pace to like go nuts in terms of passing yards per game. But yeah, Komet's fine. Like he's I don't know if he's going to be an elite option, I but he's probably that. around top ten. I'd say, like, tight end's so bad, you have to it's bet so on bad. somebody. Why not bet on Cole Komet could be a top 10 tight end going forward? I, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Jay. I mean, I'm fine with it. Like, It's when you get higher than that. Like, again, the volume is still a bit of a concern, but he's fine. He's The thing with Komet, now at least he is startable. Before, you couldn't count on yes. him. Now, I think there, at there this you point, go. he's at least startable, and you can use him every week. Maybe there's another guy you want to stream over him, but chances are you might as well just roll with Cole Komet, especially against the Lions. Yeah. Put him out there again. There you go. That that's actually that that's the right that's the right joint right there. At least he is startable. Jay, let's talk to me the biggest shocker of the weekend, the Jets versus the Bills. Um what a I did not see that one. Did you see that one coming? Did you see that one no. coming? No. I just, I think it's still I, mean, I I feel bad a little bit. I still I still look at them as the Jets. You know, it's like ah they're the Jets. Like they can't beat oh, the Bills. Man, Come on. Do like don't, don't play with me, right? Like don't play with me right now thinking that the but it's it's different. 
it's different this year, you know? It's it's not the same as it was in years past, and the bringing in Sauce Gardner has made a massive difference, way more than I ever expected. The defense is playing way better. Sala, you know, he's got those receipts, and don't you forget that, right? He's got those receipts, and he's going to be cashing those receipts in big time later on in the year. But, you know, Sauce, a leader for Defensive Player of the Year right now, uh, or Defensive Rookie, rookie of, the of the Year. year. Yeah. Him and Woolen are basically head-to-head. Yeah. Pick one at this point. Sauce is leading, though. We're going to see, right? But, I I mean, the Jets are they are good. Every team in the AFC East has a winning record. The Jets just beat the Bills, their best win of the year. But, Ray, I think what's more interesting, the Bills have not won a road game in division, I don't believe, yet. Bro, they're 0-2 in, in the division. They lo- they're 0-2 yeah. in the division. So that is concerning because their division is – I don't think it's that good. It's, the a- it's better than I thought, but it's, it's, I don't think no, it's that good. It's good. What? The AFC Beast? That division is is money. The Jets, the Dolphins, the Bills, and in New England, five and four. I know they're not, they're the worst team, and they're five and four. Um, yeah. Josh Allen played horrible. He 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 did not play well. And we actually have a what, go ahead and read this quote from Old Allen. What did Old Josh say? It's tough to win when your quarterback plays like shit. Which, frankly, Ray, I have to I give Josh Allen a lot of respect for this because he took accountability the fact that he played like shit versus Aaron Rodgers, who said, "Well." At least I kept throwing the ball out there. I, yeah, I, I yeah. stayed in the game. I yeah. kept trying. But Josh Allen knows it. He knows that he can't be playing like this, throwing two picks, no no touchdowns against a team like the Jets. The Jets are a great team, but he needs to win these road games. You know, I think it's funny because the emphasis for them, I'm sure all offseason was, how do we beat Kansas City, right? But then mm-hmm. it's like, oh, wait a minute. We got to beat the Jets. We got to beat the Dolphins. We got to beat the Patriots. And all the emphasis was beating, was beating Kansas City, beating the Chargers, I'm sure. And they've, you know answer those calls but they're not answering the calls that they need to answer on top of that so it's it's interesting to see what happens with them because they're kind of slumping a bit now and how do they break out of this and ultimately become that champion and ray you know I, for the longest time i was i've been saying the bills are the best team in the nfl but i don't know if i can say that today. i don't know I I, that's I've the been saying it too. i don't think i can say that jay um so josh allen two awful interceptions just the first the first, <laughs> the first one looked like the one Mac Jones threw versus the Jets the week before. No. It, he threw it just right. I don't know what he was looking at. He had to have been point shaving. I, I, I have to. I, he was point shaving. There, there wasn't even a receiver. He just threw it right to the damn defensive back. Um, and then the other one, the Sauce Gardner, who is, he's he's good. He's very good. And very the fact good. that he got burnt the first play of the game. I mean, burnt toast by Stephon Diggs. And then battled back through that game. Um, fantastic. Allen, 205, two interceptions. He did have 86 rushing yards and two TDs to save his day. On the other side of the ball, Jay, I want to talk a little about Zach Wilson because we've been on here and we, we've, we've talked about how he was playing for like two weeks, two or three weeks. I've been saying Zach Wilson has been asking for it, you know, yeah. running around, acting like Tony Romo, YOLOing balls. There were a couple of times in that game where it looked like he it took everything in his fiber not to throw it, and he didn't do it, or he would throw it away, or he would take the check down. And when Zach Wilson is in structure, man, give him some credit. I know the stat line is only 18 for 25, 154 yards. He was only sacked twice, QBR of 76.4. They ran the ball well with both Michael Carter and James Robinson. Michael Carter looked good, man. He, yeah, he, very good. He's he's a he's a good little back. He's no Brees Hall, but he's a good he's a good. You know, he kind of reminds me of man, kind of like the Tony Pollard, the Zeke Elliott, right? Kind of like oh, okay. kind of like that guy that's always going to be behind somebody 
and then you yeah. give him like 10 to 12 touches, and he makes the most of it. So shout out to Michael Carter. Uh, James Robinson did get in the end zone on a receiving touchdown. Uh, but the big thing here, Garrett Wilson, eight catches, uh, 92 yards on nine targets. He looked good, almost fumbled the ball trying to throw it. But your boy, your boy, my the boy. NFL draft. Yeah, oh, yeah, your boy. You talk that shit about me and T-Law, your boy Trevor, your boy Trevor. I told yeah. you the right more to take in 2021 was Rondell. Oh, no, Rondell this, Rondell that. He He's hurt, yada, yada, yada. Elijah. 26 snaps, zero targets, zero receptions, zero yards, zero touchdowns, zero fumbles, zero tackles, zero intercept, zero, zero goose egg. Elijah Moore is he dead? Is Elijah Moore dead in New York? I don't, I don't know if he's dead, but he is riding the same bus that Cam Akers is on right now. The bus to fucking nowhere. Mm. Um, you talk about Garrett Wilson led the team in targets. Next highest in targets, Ray. This made me laugh. Denzel, Denzel Mims. Mims. If you recall, Ray, you may remember this, actually. You and I got into a very heated argument over two players. Do you remember who the two players were? This is in the Discord. We argued, and people, for people who don't understand, this wasn't like a small argument. This is a big one, public, in the Heisman chat. We argued over two roster cloggers. One Ooh. was Denzel Mims. Who was the other one? I, don't, I think you're making this up. No, so it was Denzel Mims versus Terrace Marshall. And I oh, said that Denzel Mims did. was... Oh, I remember that. He was washed. And I said, go just take Terrace Marshall because he's going to have more opportunity. Both have been awful ever since we had that argument. Both <laughs> wasted both of our time overall. But yeah, Elijah Moore isn't dead. Um, still believe in the talent. Still believe in the profile. It's just, for whatever reason, he's in purgatory. But I think the scarier part, Ray, is that he is on this Denzel Mims career arc. Where yes, it's like, he is. Had opportunity the first season. Second season, he's in the doghouse, buried, doesn't get targets, doesn't even run routes. Now, for some reason, Denzel Mims has a role in this offense. Make that know. make sense. When did that change? I, I, I can't make any sense of it. I don't think it's something that we can possibly project going forward. There must be issues within the organization, whether it's from Robert Sala or other people in there, or it's Elijah Moore not doing what he needs to do. I don't know, man. But for some reason, he is just not playing. It's clearly some disciplinary thing. We saw it with Brandon Ayuk as well in San Francisco, right? Similar type of style regime where he just wasn't playing and there wasn't any reason Oof. for it. He was just in the doghouse. It just Oof. seems like that's where Elijah Moore is right now. And we have to just either wait it out or you trade him. And if you want to trade him, I trade him for anything. Unless they're, unless they're if you, Elijah could Moore you trade, Could you trade him for, but like, let's say you just want him off your roster. Could I, you could probably trade him for a third round pick. Nah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I just he'd just have to clog you know? it up. I couldn't do it. He's yeah. still. How do you? This is what happens when bitching and complaining go horribly wrong. He should have just shut <laughs> yeah. up, dude. You're a second year wide receiver. That they they, they they just drafted a one in Garrett Wilson. They tried like hell to get Tyreek Hill, and you're bitching and complaining, man. Just go play. You know, I don't. This is not good, man. They got Jeff Smith out there running routes over him. Not Braxton Barrios continues you, you to be involved, right? You, 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 he had no, Scott said he had no clout, man, to do that. Zero, You're yeah. a second-year receiver, and we just draft. Come on, man. Come on, man. Um, yeah, uh, real quick, the Buffalo rushing attack is god-awful, too. Just, <laughs> like, Singletary's good, but they don't give him the ball. James Cook, the thing is, James Cook looks good. When they give him the ball, I'm like, oh, James Cook can play, and then, he get, then he's just gone. You don't see him, single, nobody. There's just no running back ever in the backfield. It's just a mess. 
I want to talk yeah. about the crybaby himself. Wham, wham, oh, no. wham. Sad trombone. Oh, no. Doesn't have any help. Yeah, wham, wham. Aaron freaking Rodgers, man. I'm so tired of this dude. I'm so sick of him, man. He's the biggest fucking crybaby that there is, man. And I'm glad they got beat by the one in five Lions. Uh, now the Packers are six and three and six. The Vikings are running. Shout out to you too, man. Is that Percy? Is that is that it's Percy? Is that, yeah. Is that Percy? Come on, baby. People don't know, yeah, man. It, it, bro, it's a it's a it's a Reebok too. It's a yeah, Reebok. Yeah, that's, jersey. that's it's what old. I mean. That, I can tell the size of that thing. That is yeah. that is. The, they didn't that's make before, that's before Slim fitting. was in. Yeah, that right? thing yeah. is that thing is a bed sheet you got on right now. Percy Harvin fitted sheet you're wearing. Um, but yes, shout mate. out to you, man. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers, Jay, what are we what are we doing with dude. it, dude? And he's throwing picks. He's yelling. He's late on the passes. This team is awful. They don't use Aaron Jones. AJ Dillon is 335 pounds and he's getting rocked at the goal line. And, yeah. and they just keep giving it to. It's like. He's the Brian Robinson of Green Bay. They just keep giving it to him. And he's probably yep. going to be – they're going to give him 20 touches this week. Watch. Watch him be an RB. Watch A.J. Dillon smash this week. We all shit on A.J. Dillon. Watch him go out there and smash this week, man. But Aaron Rodgers, three interceptions, one TD. Uh, yeah, he kept gunning it. What, what do we do with Rodgers? Is he, going to, is he going to be in Green Bay next year? It's hard to imagine, right? Like it's hard to imagine he's in Green Bay. Romo's killing Roll me. He said, Karen "He said Karen Rogers. Karen Rogers. I am <laughs> dead." Yes. No, I, yes. I remember when um when Aaron Rodgers memes came out, like back yes. when he was on his bullshit, and that was by far one of the best ones from last year. And I just makes me laugh every time. Karen Rogers, um, as we will call him now going forward, he got the ball to Alan Lazard, and that's about it. Like, I I think this is the biggest problem, right? The, the the Lions, for whatever you want to say, they have figured something out on defense. They figured out how to stop the Cowboys. They've now figured out how to stop the Packers. Not trying to say that they are like some stalwart on defense, but they're figuring some things out. They're not as bad as they were a few weeks ago. And I got to give them. I mean, uh, I don't know what the Packers do from here. Um, They're bad. That's right now. If the season ended today, the they'd have the number eight overall pick. They'd have the eight. eight. So, yeah, they'd have the eight. If the season ended today, they'd be picking eight. Eight, Jay. They can go get your boy Will Levis. They can go get your boy Levis. <laughs> I, I, they I need mean, him. I, I don't know. Right? DeAndre Swift, two for ten. They said he wasn't yeah. going to play a lot. He didn't play a lot, but he did get three for 40. Almost scored a touchdown. They took him out and threw Jamal Williams in there, and of course he didn't score because he's Jamal Williams. 24 carries. 81 yards for Jamal Williams. Um, big takeaway Grinder. here, man. Uh, the Packers are just bad. They're just bad. They don't use Aaron Jones. They don't have a receiver. Romeo Dobbs got hurt. It, this is, I mean, honestly, Alan Lazard looks good. Like, if it wasn't for Alan Lazard, I don't know where this team would be. Like, he actually looks good. He actually yeah. looks competent out there. But Green Bay is just is stank. And um, I'm loving the Karen Rodgers. Uh, that's what we'll call him for the remainder of the season. Karen Rodgers. But let's talk about this baller of the week, Jay, from my Las Vegas Raiders, Tay Adams. Wide receiver baller of the week, 10 for 146, two touchdowns. And the Raiders lost because yeah, I was going to say uh, not not yeah. so much positivity outside of yeah. Derek Carr finding yeah, out I that Devonte Adams exists. Right, um, yeah. they lost to the Jaguars and old Travis Etienne. 
30 touches this week, 28 Listen, carries. <laughs> Bell cow ETN in the Peterson is going to kill him. He's going to kill him. ETN's yeah. on the sideline. Dude is limping. He's hun- he's hunched over. He's thinking, I ain't get work like this since high school. Ever. Ever. And you give me 30 carries, you know, 35 touches for ETN. Shout out to ETN, man. 20, 20, 28 inefficient touches for 109. Yep. Uh, 3.9 a carry. But he's good. He can he, enjoy it while you can. Enjoy the ETN touches while you can do it. Um, he's fast. I, I'm liking what Jacksonville is doing. Christian Kirk got in the mix. T Law. Yep. Solid. This this is this is the T Law game right here, right? Uh, uh, 84 QBR, no sacks, no interceptions, one touchdown, quick decisions, 53 yards on the ground. This is the Trevor. Shout out to the 2021 quarterbacks. This week they actually all played well. Even Mac, even Mac didn't lose the game for New England. They all played well. This was a great step forward for the 2021 quarterbacks. Right now, the Raiders just, they're awful. Jay, two and six. Derek Carr, I mean, Adams had 17 targets, Jay. They just said, fuck it. Devontae's down there somewhere. Get just throw, 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 throw. They're getting away from Jacobs. He's not able to find the holes that he was a couple of weeks ago. They don't have another number two receiver outside of Adams. I don't know what happened to Hunter Renfro. Darren Waller doesn't want to be there. They're two and six. The Raiders are done. They're, they are done. Done. Yeah. It's, it's My tough Raiders for them, are done, know. man. Well, Ray, they are 0-5 on the road, right? So that, that's a big factor uh, here. Okay. They played a lot of road games, surprisingly. So they're still 2-1 and one at home. But, yeah, I mean, they're not going to win that division, but that division isn't very good either, right? Like, they still got Denver in there. The Chargers don't yeah, look I that mean, good. Kansas City's at the top. The division's well, pretty good. Casey's winning the division. But, I mean, outside of that, right, I don't think it's as bad as we make it seem for the Raiders because they surprisingly have played a lot of road games, which I didn't really suspect when I looked at their record. But the bigger thing is, like, I don't know what the problem is. Is it Derek Carr? Is it Devontae Adams? Is it McDaniels? Is it is it is not it having Waller? Is it not is having it not Waller? Have a, the defense isn't good either way, right? And no, you talk about Trevor stinks. Lawrence. Um, I think I saw something about how he had like the best quarter, like best passing game since like Patrick Mahomes in 2020 from like some weird metric. It was like one of the best games that we've seen from a quarterback in terms of decision making oh, and getting quickness out of the backfield. What's up? We're picking third picking right third. now. If we drafted today, right? Who are you taking? Will who Anderson. Are you taking if you got Will Anderson. Yeah. You know he's I, not the projected first overall pick anymore, eh? Who is? Jalen Carter? Your boy. No, no. CJ? Your boy out of out of the Ohio State University. CJ? Matt Bruning's very own. CJ? CJ Stroud. Yeah. Yeah, he's taking um, over Will Anderson, which was surprising. I would take Will Anderson, put him my opposite of Max Crosby. If if you're in that, that would be, I, I'm I'm not I mean, Derek, I don't think Derek Carr is the issue. If they're picking third and let's assume CJ Stroud goes one. I don't know who's picking second. Who's that would be? I would need to know who's picking second. Who's picking second right now? Can you look that up, Jay? Uh, who's picking second? I'm not moving uh, on until we figure out who's picking second. We're not moving on. We're not I mean, moving on. Know. Oh, Carolina. Oh, Carolina. Right. So it's Bryce Young, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. Bryce and Stroud. Who's picking first? Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Houston's <laughs> still dead last. Yeah. 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 I, I would say Will Anderson. Nice. If if Will is there. If Will is there, you take Will at three. You take Will at your, three. Uh, your colleagues at the Draft Network have Miles Murphy. How do you feel about that? I'll talk to them later today about that. <laughs> we'll talk later today. All right. Um, they the, what? What? They, have, what, they what? have the Lions getting Will Anderson at five. Jeez. Could you imagine that? Aiden Hutchinson and Will? 
Yikes. Yeah. Scary, scary hours. Scary hours. All right. I want to go to an entertaining game in the later slate. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, six and three. Jay, this is why I talked about this on the stream uh, last night with Bleacher Report, man. This is why you, I love the NFL game. If I told you at the beginning of the season, the Rams would be three and five at three and what are the Rams? Three and six. And the Seattle Seahawks would be six and three with the potential comeback player of the year, with the potential offensive rookie of the year, with the potential defensive rookie of the year. Would you believe me? Would you believe me? Hell no. Would you would you sign up for my service? Would you think I was a batshit crazy or Nostradamus here? Uh, No, right. There's and what's crazy is Pete Carroll is for coach of the year now. Can you believe that? Like, but yeah, Seahawks two games clear you love the Niners. The game. Six and three. Niners are four and four. Rams three and five. Cardinals three and six. Mm. Cliff, baby. Cliff. Cliff. Gotta go. Sad trombone. Uh, Geno Smith uh, just continues an incredible storied season. Kenneth Walker. Yo, I watch him and eight runs. You're like, what are you doing, dude? Just hit yeah. the hole. Just standing there doing... He, he's doing what he did at Wake Forest. The same thing yep. he did at Wake Forest. Five carries, six carries. You're like, dude, stop. And then all of a sudden, beast mode Kenneth Walker comes out of nowhere and rips off long runs. They can't tackle him. He's good, man. He's just a hammer. He's just an absolute hammer. A fantastic young rookie running back. And he's catching a couple of passes, man. He caught three of his four targets for 20 yards. Geno Smith has got Noah Fant playing good. Tyler Lockett, Jay. I know you're a big Lockett fan. Talk about one of the more underrated wide receivers in the NFL. Old yep. man Tyler Lockett. He's got to be up there, right? Is one of the more underrated yeah. wide receivers in the NFL. Yeah, I'd say he's probably a top 10 talent at wide receiver. Just talk about like a guy who can get open. Um, he's been doing this for years. And, you know, killing Arizona is kind of just what he does as a hobby. Um, when he, when he plays them in the divisional games, but yeah, he's just, he gets it done, man. Like it's, there's really nothing else you need to say about it. Um, him and Noah Fant, they took advantage of the matchups, the care, um, the first game, Noah Fant had his best game of the season, did it back again and did it better this time around. And Tyler Lockett got involved, you know, last time, uh, we did this show with this game on the slate. I talked about Tyler Lockett and why I thought you should start him. Didn't talk about it this week because he's, cause he let us down, but the matchup was always there. The stats and the track record against Arizona have been documented for years, but yeah, I think it's, you know, there's the case to be made that he is a top wide receiver in the NFL, but underappreciated because he's older, you know, Jay, all these things. I thought he was like 32. He just turned 30. Lockett, yeah, he's just, 30, yeah. he just turned 30 the end of September. I thought he was like yeah. 32. Lockett no, is no, good. No, he's like he's, somebody just said it right here. David said Lockett is the new Cooks. Nobody wants him, but he keeps producing. It's funny. I actually think I actually think he's more of the OG cooks. You know, like you look at a guy like Jarvis Landry, who again they get they get typecast because they're slot receivers, so they can't be wide receiver ones, high end assets, have a lot of value. Like those are the guys that have have had value for a long time, but don't get the respect in the dynasty market because they aren't these alphas. But Tyler Lockett continues to produce. Um, but where now, Ray, is Kenneth Walker in your dynasty rankings? Because he's been RB one. He's been RB1 for some time now, a couple weeks, had another two-touchdown game, 100 yards on the ground, 26 carries. Yeah. His, his, carry, his carry share, 26 of 28 among running backs this week. I think I have him at the top of – better than that. So I, I've got – the way my tiers are structured, dude, I got a burp. This is Michelle Adoro's right here. I got a burp. I think I do. Um, all right, we're good. It passed. Uh, 
Yes. So in my rankings, the highest tier that I have is called BAM. It's by any means necessary. BAM tier. No running back is in that tier because I would not do yeah. anything to get a running back, any running back. So my running back tiers start off at one, and I only have three tier one running backs, and that's Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey. But in tier two, I do believe without looking at the ranks, Kenneth Walker is right at the top of that. So, okay. I mean, five, six, some, four, yeah. something like that, RB4, RB5, right up there, right up there. Um He's good, man. Uh, let's go to the Arizona side of the ball real quick. We don't have to talk about any of the running backs because they all stink. Uh, Kyler Murray just runs around. Is it his fault, Ray? Is it no, his fault? Or are we going to put the blame on Cliff and say that Cliff is just offense, one of the worst coaches in the league? The offense is, is disgusting. Um, the big takeaway for me, Rondell Moore, again, led yep. again involved heavily in the offense. Ten targets, eight for 69 and you see, when healthy, he's pretty damn good, man. Like, I, I don't... Everyone keeps saying, oh, what, what, what does this look like whenever Marquise Hollywood-Brown is back? Probably a clusterfuck. Because you got Nuke, yeah. Hollywood, Rondell, and Ertz that have to be fed. Rondell Moore looks very good. Very, very good, man. Very good. Uh, yep. How are you feeling about Rondell today, opposed to where we were a couple of couple of weeks ago? Or a month ago? I think you have to be... I think you have to be encouraged. I mean, you know, there was the one down week after he kind of ascended and took this role, but now it's been consistency. Consistency. Shout out to Tariq Woolen for shutting the hell down, like out of DeAndre Hopkins made basically nothing the whole game. He only had five targets, four receptions. It was a lot of Rondell Moore. And the reason why is because Seattle found a way to take away DeAndre Hopkins and someone had to step up. And I think the bigger takeaway isn't that someone stepped up, it's that it was Rondell Moore, right? You talk about what's going to happen when Marquise Brown comes back. I still think Rondell can have a role. If he's going to prove that he can run this slot position Targets very, very are well, it's gonna, there's are no earned. reason. Both those guys, whether it's Hopkins or Hollywood, they'll play outside. Now, I'm not that familiar with the offense to where maybe you do bump Hollywood into the slot with Hopkins outside potentially. But in my opinion, it should really be the other way around. You should be bumping Hopkins into the slot and letting Hollywood run outside because he's just younger, faster. Get let yeah. Hopkins do the short mid area stuff, and so that may take away from Rondell Moore. But what he's done this season and over the past few weeks, like you talked about, he's earned those targets, those receptions, and showing out in a game like this, even though they lost, it's good to see they had the confidence in him to give yeah. him 10 targets in a game when Ertz is there, when Hopkins is there, regardless of who they're playing that week, bro. Robbie Anderson, so that dude smoked <laughs> two of them literally right in his hands, and he just smoked them twice. He needs to get the hell out of there. Uh, Jay, we, we talked about him being the quarterback baller of the week, but let's get into that game because that was the most entertaining game, in my opinion, on the slate. Miami's defense is so bad that they're going to let other teams stay in the game so they could score points. But Jay, I get it, man. Um, the image that we saw of Tua posturing after he suffered that concussion early this season, it just it sticks with you, man. And I think it's human nature to be like, man, I, I, you know, if he takes another one of those, what could happen, right? Yeah. But the other side of that coin is what if he doesn't take another one of those? And since he suffered that concussion, you know how many times two has been sacked since he took that, con that hit? Maybe once or twice. Twice. He's getting the yeah. ball out of his hands quickly. They're not sitting him back there to get hit, to get rocked. And he's delivering, bro. Like, this is one where... I know a lot of people were out because of the injury concerns. If he doesn't get hurt, and this is what they're going to ask him to do, and all he's got to do is get it to Tyreek, 
get it to Waddle. He's going to continue to smash. He's good. We knew. Listen, I, I got a lot of receipts out there, and this one probably was wrong, but I was all in on Tua over Burrow in 2020. I was like, I'd rather have Tua yeah. than Burrow. And of course, today, I'd rather have Joe Burrow than Tua. Not a, no doubt about it, but that's that shows you the belief that I had in Tua. It was... He's an accurate quarterback. He's smart. He's tough. He's a winner. He's a li- all the intangibles there. He's an excellent leader facing adversity coming back. You know, he had two tightrope ankle surgeries in college. He r- tore, broke his hip. Like, they didn't think he'd play yeah. again. And then he had to deal with the back-and-forth waffling of Brian Flores wanting Deshaun Watson, not wanting Deshaun Watson, putting him in, pulling him from Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. And finally, with isn't it interesting, man? And this is why we must learn to be patient, Right. Now that there's some stability in the organization, he's got he's got some stability around him. He's got weapons. Look at what's happening. And I'm not I'm not comparing the two, but it's the same with like a Daniel Jones. Now that there's some stability in the Giants organization, you can finally get a proper evaluation of the player. And right now, Jay, what Tua is doing, I, I don't know where he's at in the MVP conversation, but he's got to be in there. He's got to be in the MVP conversation with what he's doing with this team. Tyreek Hill. He's nine games in. He's already over a thousand receiving yards for Tyreek Hill, yeah. and everybody. Uh, not excuse me. Not just let me let me not diminish this, Jay. If the season ended today, tell me if this would be a good season from Tyreek Hill. Seventy six receptions, one thousand one hundred and four yards. Would you be happy with that? Yeah, yeah. I think you got to be happy with yeah, that, you, especially if, after if changing teams. Doesn't today, have Patrick Mahomes anymore. Like if if it ended today. 76 for 1,104. You'd be happy with that, right? Oh, yeah. It's nine games in. He's going to go. If he stays healthy, he's breaking 2,000 yards. And he's going to win Offensive Player of the Year. And right now, I don't know what the odds are for that, but yesterday when we were looking, they were plus 700. So if you are able to put some money on Tyreek Hill, I would do that because they normally give that award to the best non-quarterback position in the NFL. Cooper Cup won it last year, winning the Triple Crown. Tyreek's not going to win the Triple Crown, but he could set the NFL receiving yard record. And then the other receiver opposite of him is on pace for 1,500 yards. Two yeah. is killing right now, man. And for everybody that has the, 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 the injury concerns, I trust me, I, I get it because I think that myself. He's balling, bro. He is the, the, the first Dolphins quarterback in franchise history to throw for back-to-back 300-yard games, multiple touchdowns without an interception. Dan Marino didn't do it. Brian Greasy didn't do it. Nobody else did that. Two is balling, man. He's balling, man. Infrastructure, belief, stability. Think about that just in life, man. If, if your life is chaotic around you, it's hard for you to be the best version of yourself that you are. I don't care whatever it is you do. If if what your job, your relationship, your friendships, if everything around you is chaotic, how can you be the best version of yourself? Whatever that version may be, whatever Daniel Jones's ceiling is, you can't expect him to hit that without yeah. the things in place. And now that we're seeing that from Tua, we're seeing that from Daniel Jones, you're getting glimpses here from like the Zach Wilsons of the world. You got to be encouraged, man. This team is awesome. This team is fun to watch. This team is explosive. I would love to have Tyreek Hill at 28 years old, right? 29, yeah. oh, he's old, he's too old, got to get off him in Dynasty. Give me Tyreek. I'll take him. He's BAM tier player for me. Give me Waddle. Oh, I can't have Waddle. Uh, can't support Not a tier two. one guy, yeah, right? right? Not an alpha. Right? This, is, this is incredible what we're watching, yeah. man. I just Hats off to Tua. Um, he's awesome. 
It's an awesome quarterback. So, um, Ray, I won't take up too much time because I, your, your two of love was professed um, in numerous right, so ways. I talk too long. It's all right, man. You can go. It's Monday. Monday Look, shows what, extend a little bit, man. It's all good. What's, cra- what's crazy is Mike McDaniel is sixth in coach of the year voting right now. Sixth in, in odds, which is insane because to come in and build an offense for a quarterback like Tua, who looked broken, who looked like he had no hope, who had a shitty arm, who couldn't do this, that, or the other. And now it's like, yes, I understand that you have Tyreek Hill and you have Jalen Waddle, but he's also being put into situations where he is best utilized for his skill set, making quick decisions, running the RPO game, getting the ball out quick, being accurate. Like we talked about all of season, oh, Tua is the most accurate quarterback in the NFL, right? And Mike McDaniels talked about it, how he's the only left-handed quarterback who throws a straight ball. And he talked about that in, in an interview with uh, Dan Lebitard. But it's like going forward in Dynasty, how could you not want Tua? And it, yes, the injury concerns are one thing. But where is Jalen Waddle going? Where is Mike McDaniel going? Where is Tyreek Hill going? They're going nowhere. Those are the only guys he throws the ball to. And like you mentioned, Tyreek Hill on pace for 2,000 yards and Jalen Waddle still on pace to break the Dolphins' single-season receiving record with over 1,500 yards. How do you not want these guys? Well, he, those, well, two guys alone, two- those two guys alone, those two guys alone, 3,500 passing yards. And last year, Ray, you and I put a bet out about Wood to a throw for like 3,800 yards. And he's going to do that with I was a year early. I was a year early. <laughs> Can I get that? Can I get that bet? Like push forward? Can I just push it forward? I lost that bet. I was it. I said to, and I remember that because we po- you tried to post the video on Twitter and make fun of me because I was so wrong on that one. I was a year early on Tua. You were a year early. early. I was a year. And early. the coach matters too. Coach you know, does matter. A little bit. Yeah. Get Brian Flores out of here. Um, let's talk about your boy Justin Herbert and uh, Marcus Mariota, <laughs> twenty to seventeen. Brandon Staley saved again. This dude, he's like a cockroach. Bailed he gets, out. He gets bailed. He's been bailed out at least three times this see. Chargers legitimately should probably be two and two and five, two and six. He gets yep. bailed out. He he got bailed out by Cade York. Cade York in the Browns. Yep. He got bailed out this week again. Damn, Eckler fumbles. The defensive lineman picks picks it up, running, yep. running, and just drops. Fumbles the again. Just yeah. drops it. Just drop. Just just literally drops it. What are you doing? Man, it's that off, yeah. they need a guy, man. They need a receiver. I mean, Palmer had eight for 106. Eckler did yep. his thing. And Jay, we had, you know, what we had in that game. What do we have? You know, what we had, did we get a Kyle Pitts target? Barely. We had an Isaiah Barely. Spiller sighting, baby. He lives. He lives. He lives. He lives seven for 29. There's a, there's a, there's a clip rolling around on Twitter. Crazy blitz pickup, um, which leads me to believe he had that ankle injury in training camp, and it just it knocked him out. Like, it knocked him out. But Spiller worked as the clear RB2 behind Austin Eckler. He looked good, too. He looked good. He looked good. And the Falcons, listen, man, Marcus Mariota, dude, he just What's wrong with Marcus Mariota? He just he does his thing out there. Well, at least London— Drake London, oh, that target share. He had seven. Kyle Pitts had seven. They combined for five receptions for 50 yards. Combined. Yep. Five for 50. And Pitts was wide open on a post route, and Mariota just missed. No, they're playing in the in the dude. They need to start losing or they're going to play their way. They need a quarterback, man. They, they yep. I don't care if it's Garoppolo. Uh, I'm thinking of what quarterbacks could hit them. They need a guy. This is bad. Could, they get, could, they, could uh, Arthur Smith bring in Tanny? 
I would take Tannehill. You know what I'm saying? I would take you know Tannehill. In, in the, run, the run game was phenomenal, again, but they're playing the Chargers. so not going to give them too much credit. 200 yards on the ground. CPAT destroyed someone in the hole. Yes. Drew Tranquil. He ran his ass over. Truck stick. Uh, what other game do we need to touch on? We haven't got to the big baller. We'll get to him in a minute. Minnesota versus Washington. Did you see Kirk Cousins after the game? Shirtless Kirk. Kirk Kirk O'Chains is, Kirk I believe, O'Chains. what your boy Jalen Jalen Rager tweeted out on Twitter. Yeah. Kirk O'Chains. Best thing Rager's oh, done hilarious. all year. Great tweet, Ray. Great tweet. Let me stop. That's my dog. That's my dog. But yeah, Minnesota, 7-1. and one. They're going to win the NFC North. Justin Jefferson, monster. The fraudulent yep. one, TJ Hawkinson, 9 for 70, just making me eat crow out there balling with his new team. And old man Kirk Cousins, nobody wants him, but he just quietly, 265, two touchdowns. Kirk Cousins, man, just just getting it done, get, getting it done every week. Also, 22 two, for 40, though? Ugh, you yeah, know? yeah, they got after him. They got after him. But, you know, outside of one Hail Mary, he threw a Hail Mary to Jefferson at the end of the half that got picked yeah. off, but they were just throwing it up. Heineke was not very good. Antonio Gibson, dead once again. Brian Robinson, 13 for 44. They can't run the ball. It's awful. Yep. Curtis Samuel got a lucky catch because the ref ran into the safety. I, there's just not a lot to talk about from this game. There's just not a lot. To, I, I don't I don't want to talk about this game. I also don't want to talk about New England and Indy. Sam Ellinger, nine sacks for 60 <laughs> yards loss. Yuck. Deion Jackson tears his ACL, comes back in the game, and he doesn't do anything. Pittman Jr., dead. Alec Pierce, nothing. Paris Campbell, nothing because it's Sam Ellinger versus New England. Mac Jones, 30 for, 20 for 30, 147, sacked four times, one touchdown. Ramondre didn't do anything. Uh, is there anything to touch on from that game? Anything at all? I, I do I do want I knew we need to reevaluate this, Ray, because Kevin O'Connell did say that TJ Hawkinson would be heavily involved, and clearly he wasn't lying, right? Yeah, he but didn't lie. Could this could this propel TJ Hawkinson to be a top five tight end in Dynasty going? Sure. Forward? If he's gonna get this type of work, he won't be the fraudulent one anymore. I'll have to walk you know what right I mean? back. Yeah, no, he's, well, he's I, th- I think that it's it is notable, right? To see a guy get go nine for seventy in his first game is that's pretty much what we want out of Hawkinson every week. And we we know the talent is there, but he needs the opportunity. And clearly, he's going to get it in Minnesota. It's not oh, great wow. if you have Adam Thielen, right? What's up? Falcons versus Panthers this Thursday. Well, Ray, say what you want. They put up a pretty good game in game one. Game yeah, one was good. Yeah, but now it's Baker Mayfield. Yeah, well, we I don't know if you want to get into what well, the Panthers let's, do. But let's, we can talk about the, the Bengals Let's first. get to the GOAT real quick, and we'll get to Cincy last. Tom Brady got it done versus the Rams. We talked about the Rams season being... Damner over at five, three and five. Tampa Bay's four and five. They take the division lead. Leonard Fournette, pour one out for Lenny, man. Just Ooh, cooked. Please get Rashad White in there. Please. Please. Nine for Please. 19 for Lenny. Just, they can't run the ball. Godwin didn't do anything. Evans didn't do anything. Kate Otten led the team in receiving. I, and then you look at the other side. Like, outside of a couple of runs from Henderson, they can't run the ball. Matthew Stafford, yep. Jay, he oh, threw God. for 165. How much of that went to Cooper Cup? At least 100 because there was that big touchdown. 127. He can't throw to anybody other than Cooper Cup. I traded for this fucker in the league, man. I want my pick back. He hey, man, I if, traded for— If it's for, not to I Cup, tra- he can't—he is he's incapable. This offense is—it's yeah. bad. Cup had 127 of the 165 Stafford threw— 
Uh, Matthew Stafford, best prop to bet, under one and a half yards. They set it every time at one and a half. I just take the under every game. He went under, negative one rushing yards. Allen Robinson had a good game by his standards, three for 24. And nobody else, No, Brandon Powell was the only receiver outside of Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup to catch a pass. And this is Matthew Stafford. PJ, dude, Rams fans, y'all got to be, this is. It's bad. It's real bad. And, I, and the funny thing is, is I, I, I really don't know which team is, is better. Like, yeah, you know, the Bucs won <laughs> the game, but I don't, I don't know if there's really a clear winner here. It's, it's good for the morale of the Bucs, but they still don't look very good. But I think this probably puts them tied for the division lead now because they're four and five. Atlanta's four and five and the Panthers. Well, we know how their game ended up. So we don't need to I think Higby that got hurt. I saw him limp off the field. Nothing was hurt, but his pride. This team is bad. <laughs> I, I I really I wouldn't be shocked if this thing gets blown up after the year. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't. Shock I don't know me. what they do. Right? They, I think they got to roll at McVay least one more dips? year out there. What if McVay's well, like, I'm gonna take this job and go be an I'm Am- going Amazon, Amazon analyst for a hundred mil? Mm-hmm. He should. He should. Realistically, he should. What's tying him to the franchise? QBR thirty-two for Stafford. Yikes. Tom Brady wasn't much better, but when he needed it most, he got it done, right? He got it done. 58 pass attempts for the for the GOAT, yeah. Tom Brady. Once Byron Leftwich stopped calling plays, all of a sudden the offense started humming. Oh, who's calling plays now? I'm assuming it's Leftwich, right? Uh, I'm saying once he stopped calling plays, right? Tom Brady uh, in the yeah, hurry When up. Tom just did what he wanted to do? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get to the big dog, man. The biggest dog of the week. Good gosh. Joe freaking Mixon. Man. <laughs> Jay, talk about him. Y'all, y'all, Joe Mixon heard all of y'all talking trash about him. Uh, not me, because I'm I'm still a big Mixon believer. 26 touches, 211 yards, and five touchdowns. And don't give me, ah, uh, it was against the Panthers. This is the same Panthers D that shut Tom Brady down. This is the same Panthers D that people consider a top 10 defense in the NFL. This is the same Panthers D that has Brian Burns, Shaq Thompson. You know, they got players. And Joe Mixon just diced him, man. Five touchdowns, Jay. Probably could have gotten more if he wanted to as well. Easily. Um, Joe Burrow didn't have to do much. He didn't get hit. Took one sack. Threw for a a, a modest 200. Scored him a a passing. And the thing about Mixon was, it wasn't like he was just running in like one-yard plunges from 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 the inch yard line. He's out there hitting the edge, giving everything he's got. But he's hitting the edge. He's Dude, spinning around, catching the ball behind. Mixon was in his bag. Key Bro, block in his bag. Mitch, I'm what did bag. what? Yes. What happened between last week and this week? Bro, Every y'all, week y'all be Mixon's tripping, man. Slamming it, slamming it up the gaps. Get creative. Can't go the, nowhere. Get creative with the play call. Get him in space. Like Mixon yeah. is not bad. All oh, the efficiency metrics. Blah blah My Ti eighty three. I don't care but about we his talked, efe- though, about how he couldn't get to the edge, right? We talked about that. We talked about how he looked like Zeke Elliott trying to get to the edge. Nah, right? I, you talked about it. I didn't talk about I that. I said it, but you agreed. You didn't disagree with me because he did, couldn't I, really get I, to the edge. I vehemently disagreed with you. <laughs> Conveniently, now you you vehemently disagree. I, it's, it's, it's it's an outlier performance. Ray, would you sell Joe Mixon right now if you could get two first-round picks? Because I would yes, 100% do that. Absolutely. Absolutely, but I think he could do that. I also don't think he's some cooked, washed-up running back, man. He's 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 a twenty-six-year-old, two hundred and thirty-pound monster. Like, give me Joe Mixon on a good offense. I think people just 
The same shit people said about Derrick Henry after two weeks. Oh, Derrick Henry's dead. Derrick Henry's dead. Somebody said I said he looked like he was running through mud. That was one game, one play. <laughs> one play. But did I ever waver on Mixon, Jay? Did I waver on him? Keep, you, these, we were not people. in on Mixon. And and what's funny is the of all the weeks, I bet the under on his rushing and his rushing that's was what receiving. That shit was dead get. by eight yeah. minutes to go in the that, second that's quarter. That's what you get for betting the under ridiculous. on Joe Mixon, man. He's third in the NFL in attempts, 13 in yards, and uh, big performance by Joe Mixon, man. Big performance. Yes, if I can get two freaking first, yes, I will trade. I'll trade just about anybody for two first at this point, but hell of a performance by the Bengals. And we did see Baker Mayfield come in, and he provided a spark. He provided a spark. He threw two touchdowns. Dude, it was 35 nothing. Come on. Do we really care? 35 nothing at halftime. And Baker Mayfield comes in, scores 21 points in the second half. All of a sudden, it's like, do we care? You know what, Ray? I never thought I'd say this. But where the fuck is Sam Darnold? Like, where is he? He, he broke his ankle. He's got some ankle issues. He's on IR. He's supposed to come back. And I'm stuck watching PJ Walker and, Sam, and uh, Baker Mayfield out here. I just... I need something. I need some life in this Panthers offense. I need Sam. Well, Darnold. all I know is if Baker Mayfield is a quarterback, RIP for DJ Moore. It's just not good for DJ Moore. Terrace Marshall's balling. He looks pretty good. He's salvaging his stuff. And and sometimes it takes some of these cats some time, right? It takes some of these cats some Let me ask you a question, man, about Cincy. Is is T. Higgins is not it's not that he, is he we know he's good. He's very good. Is he the type of cat that Nope. Can be a true one on a team like the, the you know who where my I said ideal, this two weeks ago and I said no. Let me let me let me tell you where my ideal landing spot for T Higgins would be because I don't think since he's going to pay him, I don't think they're going to pay him. I, I'm I'm not salary cap guru, so I'm just this is just my thoughts. I would love to see him in Chicago with Fields. I would love to see T Higgins operate with Justin Fields as his one. I would love it, but why? Because he's good. Don't you think? Don't you think he just profiles as like another Allen Robinson? Uh, it, it, it pre it pre this year, a Rob was pretty good. He was a one in Jack fourteen hundred yard receiver. Yeah, well, dude, in Jacksonville, like, okay, we're we gonna bring it's out Chicago. Blake. Bortles? What's the difference? Chicago. Well, I'm just saying. It, like, I would, I'm telling y'all right field. now. Oh. T to Chicago. I want T to Chicago with Fields. Screw rookies. Use that use that first round pick to, to bolster fit. your offensive line and go get go get uh go get T Higgins. I th- I think Fields needs separators. I don't think he needs another big body receiver that can't really separate. Like he had that in Allen Robinson. They let Robinson walk because it didn't really work in that offense. And I don't know. I just don't know if he's the guy. I think the real question is is that is Higgins like is he an, is he a one? That's and the I question. and I've still kind of been on the fence that he's not really. Well, you got to give really him a chance, right? Guy. You got to give him the opportunity to be that guy. You he's, don't know what you have until you. you I, I didn't. But he's had that chance. He had a year without Chase, and he sort and he, of looked like a one. Sort of didn't. He was a rookie, and he and he looked pretty good. That was his rookie season. Yeah. And then they drafted yeah, Chase the next good. year. I I think he, I think he can be. I think he can be. I think. I don't know. <laughs> All right, who but, we got? To, who we got on tap for tonight? Um, what is it? The the uh, Baltimore? Baltimore and the Saints. Yeah. Should be fine. It should be a good game. You know, Lamar's never played the Saints. Where's the game at? Where's the game at? Um, I think it's in New Orleans. Let me see. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, Kenyon Drake, no Mark Andrews, no Rashad. Yeah, Bateman, in New Orleans. No Gus Edwards, no J.K. Dobbins. 
Lamar, Lamar, let's put this up. This has got to be Lamar tonight. He's got to be <laughs> Thanos. You see that? No, no infinity stones in there. No infinity stones. He's just got to go do it himself. So uh, this has got to be Lamar Jackson tonight. Uh, Can he get it done? Huh? Can he get it done? Do you think against against New Orleans? Their their offense What's should be the okay. Spread? What's the spread? Uh, Ravens are favored by one and a half. Actually, the thing mm-hmm. is, is how do they? The thing, the thing. I think for me, it's how well does Roquan Smith integrate into this defense? Because if he if he does and he kind of hits the way we know Roquan Smith can, Alvin Kamara is going to have a tough day. Right, yeah. because they can have Patrick Queen cover him in in the receiving game, and they can have Roquan Smith beat him up in the rushing game. Yeah, don't and that's no gonna Lattimore be a bit of a as well. Lattimore still out. Not that that Ooh, truly matters, but yeah, um, they have their corners have been pretty good actually. I think uh, I would take. I think uh, Demarcus Robinson. I think is out too. What? Is the other one? Yeah, I think he's out too. So I'm pretty sure like all they have is Duvernay, Prochet, and whoever Tylen else Wallace they, season. They Let's go, Tylen <laughs> Wallace go. season. All right. Okay, State's finest. Oh, yeah, no. DJX is the one who's active this week. So maybe you see some DJX sighting. Let's go. Quick recap. Quick, 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 quick. College football, Hendon Hooker woofed against Georgia. Uh, they were on his head early, yeah. bro. Man, DJ, DJU, pour one out for Bench. DJU. Done. Done. It's Done. over. Will Levis, everybody's like, oh, man, great game. He threw for like 150 versus Missouri. Great game for Will <laughs> Levis. Uh, Bryce Young, the magic of Bryce Young, but Alabama goes down versus LSU. Jaden Daniels playing some good ball. Uh, what else happened in college that mattered? Bijan Robinson smashed once again. Devon yep. A-Chain smashed once again. Zach Charbonnet bench, didn't play at all. Don't know what happened with that one. Uh yeah, we got to do a mock soon. We got to do some 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 rookie stuff soon to give people a little taste of this twenty twenty two class. Well, you want to do? Do you want to do um, rankings update next week uh, for Wednesday show? Talk about your know. rankings update because we didn't do that on Wednesday. I but I th- so you want to talk about? Yeah, um, Quinn Johnson got hurt. Kendra Miller continues to be really good. Kendra Miller, Devon A Chain had another big A-chain. game. Another flu game, right? Flu game, um, a There's chain. a lot of, and then Caleb Williams, though, his top two weapons and Mario Williams and Jordan Addison had a really good game. Caleb he looked really good in that one. Blake yeah. Horm got banged up, but Michigan smashed Rutgers in that game. Who, and I ask you, who's your QB one in 24? Caleb. Because is it still Caleb over Drake May? Because Drake May is making a case. Drake May but is Caleb really good. good. Drake May is very right. good. It's Caleb still yeah. for me. But Drake May yeah. is very, very good. Drake May is very – he's the one – everyone's talking about um, like Will Levis being the best comparison for like a Josh Allen when in reality it's Drake May. It's, it's – Drake May is very, very good. 6'4", 6'5", 230 pounds on the season. Almost 3,000 passing yards, 31 touchdowns, three interceptions, all better than C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. He also has yep. 114 carries for 513 yards and four touchdowns, all better than Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. True sophomore. Drake May is the real freaking deal. He's my QB2 in the class right now. Quinn is three. Yeah, third best QBR, I think, in college football. 89.6. He's great. Lord have mercy. That's good. First in the NCAA in touchdowns, fourth in yards, third in QBR. Drake May is the real deal. I would take him over. If if we had those two in this class, I would take May and Caleb over anybody in 23. Very good. Do you think Do you think they can win the ACC this year? I, I really haven't looked at it. Their defense is awful. It's awful. Yeah. Their defense, they get they bleed points, so... Yeah. I'm not sure. All right. 
Eight and one, tied with Clemson. So we'll Whew. see. That's the show. That's the show, good people. We got to get out of here. Y'all enjoy your Monday. Jay, anything you want to say, people, before we get out of here? It's a good show, man. No, no, that's it. Just shout out to the Houston Astros, man. We didn't even talk about them winning man. the World Series. Loaded show. Shout out to the Loaded Astros. Show. We won another Third. one, baby. We not. We, we won another. You, what about your Rangers? You ain't repping the Rangers? Come on. Nah, that's man. your local team. H-Town. Nah, nah. It's Houston, man. Houston. Houston Astros. We got another one. Got you going to the parade? One. What? You going to the parade? It's got to be probably today or tomorrow. It's got to be no, probably soon. No, I gotta, I, I'm, I'm supposed to. I got work, man. I got to get out of here. All right. We'll see y'all on Wednesday. We out. Michelle Adoro, go get it. Prize picks, wake up. Subscribe, newsletter, podcast, Destination Dynasty out. Scott Connor, come join yep. the squad. Patreon.com forward slash all gas. Y'all be easy, baby. We'll see y'all on Wednesday. We out. Peace. Thank y'all for watching the Wake Up Show with myself and Jay Rich. If you finished the show and you're still hanging around and have yet to hit the thumbs up button or subscribe to the channel, do that right now and turn them alerts on while you're at it. If you want more exclusive access to me, Jay Rich, or the entire Destination Debbie team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access make sure you subscribe to the newsletter for free 99 content and if you want to get in on that action use the promo code wake up over on prospect for a 100 deposit match up to 100 for first time users and a brand new show dropping on the mojo youtube channel myself and jay rich will be talking about these players and their value from a stock market perspective every single week this fall over on mojo it's all gas, all the time. Love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace.